0: Every weekday, we're
1: bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more.
0: I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
1: Listen to The Bright Side on America's number 1 podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Uh-huh. Sure. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes, the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one
0: more thing. Did Columbus commit atrocities? Of course. But people back then were generally atrocious. Everybody who could afford one had a slave, including people of color. The way people talk about slavery these days, you'd think it was a uniquely American thing that we invented in 1619. But slavery throughout history has been the rule, not the exception. The Sumerians, the Egyptians, the Greeks, Romans, the Arabs, British, the early Americans, all the way up through R. Kelly.
1: The uh, old man, yelling at the cloud that you hear is Bill Maher, um, host of Real Time with Bill Maher, and he is obviously discussing uh, America's racist past and slavery. So let's let him continue.
0: The Holy Bible is practically an owner's manual for slaveholders. The word slave comes from Slav because so many Slavic people were enslaved and they're as white as the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think gathered the slaves from the interior of Africa to sell to slave traders? Africans, who also kept their own slaves.
2: Okay, so, as soon as I heard this, I knew I was going to want to talk about it,
1: but I wanted to give this one, a little bit of time to breathe. Um, obviously real time with Bill Maher is a huge platform. Um, he reckons himself a leftist liberal and he, you know, without the proper framework, um, makes good points in the minds of his listeners and his viewers. um, and the ripple effect of that is that other people on the left and the right take this uh, account of American history, which lacks a whole lot of nuance and makes it central to their conversations surrounding things like reparations, uh, systemic uh, inequalities, um, white supremacy, etc. Um, and people on the right, especially, oh, they love this. And I, I, I can't figure out how someone who claims to be left, uh, left wing liberal, uh, a person with a, with a platform like this, with writers and staff. And I'm sure, uh, you know, there are people of color that work with him. I had to guess how he could get this. So, I don't want to call it wrong, but incomplete. Um, and, and then firmly plant his his flag in, the, in that at-hill. It, it feels very strange, but here we are with another battle to front. I'm not the first person to have this conversation. He's not the first person to take that um, opinion. I'm sure he's not even the first person on the left to take that opinion. Um, This is obviously a decades long conversation um, about, you know, really what happened and what it means. And so um, once I saw what the fallout was going to be, I knew sort of how to approach this and, um, you know, we'll, we'll go through it one by one. How about that? Now, it's important to bear in mind there's a much bigger conversation there, but that's just what we decided to use for this episode uh, of Black Information Network Daily Podcasts. One more thing. So let's start at the beginning. Um, he says something to the effect of everyone who can afford a slave did uh, uh, own a slave. And some of those were people of color. And those of us in the know, know this. This is very true. And those of us in the know also recognize that a white supremacist institution, like the, the, the form of slavery that existed in this country, um, is, is designed to benefit overwhelmingly white people. That does not mean that black people cannot participate in it. Um, the police come to mind. There are black officers. In fact, we talk about black officers that, you know, uh, hurt, harm, kill black bodies all the time. Um, it is a, it is possible. It's not impossible that you can be a part of a system that oppresses your very own people. Um, the thing is, does it disproportionately benefit one group of people while disproportionately and adversely affecting an, uh, affect another group of people. And this is where we start to look at things like systemic oppression. And if that if the group of people happen to be white that are benefiting largely from a system, um, you have the makings of what could be considered a white supremacist institution. I'm not trying to say everything that benefits white people is white supremacist, but in this country most things that do benefit white folks disproportionately have their roots somewhere
2: uh, in white supremacy, absolutely. Um, So I'll move on. Uh,
1: He goes on to discuss uh, basically that slavery has existed around the world. And again, this is something that we know. Um, Slavery was not new when it came to the United States. but for people that live in the United States, this sort of thing is harmful because it almost lessens the responsibility of the United States in terms of what is owed, if you will, to black people in terms of acknowledgement, in terms of reparations, in terms of um, remedying the systemic issues that continue to play uh black and brown communities to this day uh black communities in particular but you know by extension (laughs) our uh other melanated brothers and sisters are affected by these things as well white supremacy as the name implies benefits white people um often at the expense of everyone else um and when there is an exception oftentimes that exception is our asian uh American and Pacific
2: Islander brothers and sisters, sometimes. But yes, yeah, slavery has existed around the world. Um, but
1: the slavery that existed around the world was not the same slavery
2: that existed in this country. Slaves could be bought and sold.
1: Um, you know, just depending on where in history and where around the world you want to look, you know, um, slaves were bought and sold, people were captured and, you know, it's like, well, death or you become a slave, you know, this sort of thing. We're well aware of this. Um, but to take a group of people, um, and, and and it's, and it's going to take all of these things because you can find examples of one or two of these things in different, you know, pockets of history, but to take all these things together, to take a group of people from their homeland, to erase their identity, um, to choose them based on a physical characteristic, namely their skin, um, to subjugate a whole
2: class of people, to doing your manual labor, um, to beat and to terrorize
1: and to, um, break the human will, the human spirit. Those, those of you that are familiar with the Willie Lynch letter will know what, what I'm getting at here. And to do so in a way that will ensure future generations remain broken. Again, for those that know the Willie Lynch letter, um, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, I implore you to, to check out the How to Make a Slave by Willie Lynch um to have these people become the subjects of medical experiments to pit these people against one another old versus young light versus dark to um
2: uh, again to brutalize these people in in a systemic way for
1: centuries is something that is Unique to this country. Now, again, slavery has existed around the world. A lot of people point to Egyptians and the pyramids. The pyramids were not built by slaves. They're built by workers. They were compensated for their time. And those people thought that they were doing work for their God and they were happy to do the work and again, compensated. Um, but again, kidnapping a group of people, all this is a very different thing um and to know that you know the 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 sons and the daughters were raised in reversed roles you know when when you look at the black family you know you, you don't want to mess with the black mama right well that that's a remnant of slavery the women had to be strong because the men were torn apart by horses and tarred and feathered and beaten to within an inch of their life because in africa the man would have been the protector of the family. And since the man can't protect the family, the woman needs to protect the children. And, and the way that the woman protects the children is raise the son to be submissive, raise the daughter to do the negotiating with the masters. You are the person that's going to have to lead this house one day. That family dynamic is a remnant of slavery. If you can name another group of people on this planet that were subject to slavery, that had their family dynamic changed as a result of it, then I will see that argument entirely. But the type of slavery in this country was different, very different, extremely
2: brutal, and I think above all else, it needs to be said that the slaves in this country, in this country's history, were not considered human there's your context slaves around the world were slaves some of these slaves had
1: families some of these slaves married into the families that owned them became part of the family perpetuated the culture you know it wasn't a distinct subgroup you know this these are things that make this type of slavery different the americas was a different type. it was economics so Bill Maher's, um, rant certainly lacks that. And the, uh, and as a result, when, when the people, especially the older white men who really want this to be true, when they hear it, they are able to further separate themselves from the legacy of slavery, from the responsibility, if you will, to acknowledge the, the harm that slavery had and continues to have. On black people in this country that's why it's a very dangerous thing for a person like that to continue to say that it makes everyone's job harder so that this wealthy man can continue to i don't know build an audience of people that are hearing what they want to hear and can still comfortably call themselves uh, progressives um you know he goes on he talks about the word slave coming from slavic People, white people. Yeah, find some white people that were treated like the black people in this country, and then I'll have the rest of that conversation with you. Um, he talks about the Holy Bible um, being an owner's manual for slaves. Again, we know slavery has existed throughout history. Um, I'm not the sort of person that will attack the Bible. You know, my father was a minister, uh, Greater Grace Memorial Church of God in Christ. (laughs) And, uh, his father was a minister and his father was a minister too. I come from a long line of people that
2: read from that book, but I also recognize that that book was used as a weapon against white people
1: to get them to commit atrocities against black people. And the white people that were committing the atrocities also used the books, uh, the, the Bibles. And put the Bibles in our hands in this country, put the Bibles all over Africa.
2: And somehow we ended up worshiping the God from the book that was used to put all
1: of us in the positions that we're in around the world. This is not just an American thing. It's it's the strangest thing. And so, again, far be it for me to attack the Bible itself or, you know, a belief system. But I do recognize that um, that is a we'll call it a convenient conversation uh, or talking point for Bill Maher. Um, And then let's get to the Africans selling other Africans into slavery. Now, this is
2: one that. There's no real way around that. Um, There just isn't. You know, uh,
1: a lot has been made about context, you know, uh, with respect to Bill Maher's rant. And people on the right are providing their context. <laughs> and, you know, there's people like me that provide our context. And
2: as far as Africans selling Africans into slavery, their crime was selling people, right? Selling their own countrymen to uh, foreigners to be shipped off
1: to who knows where, right? That was their crime. Which is certainly not something to be proud of. But when I had to study this, when I was in college, um, what I found was that the Africans selling the slaves to the Europeans and the Americans and the, you know, the Portuguese and so forth, uh, were unaware of what awaited these people. They just sold them. The slaves themselves thought they might be eaten or, you know, who knows? Because, again, white people were unfamiliar to them. They lived in Africa. Uh, and, of course, their captors, the original captors, you know, um, the victors of the battles or the wars, um, did not know, were not aware of what awaited these folks. Did not realize the deal
2: with the devil that they were making doesn't make it right. I'll never say that. But um, it is something that has, has to be mentioned. It has to be said. However, the people who really broke these human beings, uh, were all
1: around the world and in particular in north america and in the caribbean um and so you find more things that would fall under human rights violations based on our view of the world today um once those people got to america and you find again the legacy of that when you
2: have a critical examination of all the things that went into it. So these things and, and
1: many others, this is obviously a very short you know, uh, conversation, uh, I, I suppose, um, regarding all the things that go into slavery. And I'm certainly not an expert, but I do
2: recognize that Vilmar's story left a lot out. And it allows the right, the left, and America to
1: put the responsibility, um, off. And, and, and I guess ultimately shift the responsibility of slavery, um, and, uh, the legacy of slavery onto black people. Like it's our own fault. Like we own slaves and we sold slaves into to the Americas and, you know, or to otherwise share the responsibility. And I think that is, again, that's a convenient way of framing this conversation. Who really benefited from the slave trade? You know, did Africa benefit? No, Africa, like uh, the native peoples of the United States and like many peoples around the world made deals with, (laughs) I don't want to say the devil, but made bad deals with oftentimes our Caucasian brothers and sisters. And this is why Africa is known for being poor. The wealth of the world resides in
2: Africa. Oil, gold, jewels, precious metals, resources, everything. So why is Africa poor? Why can't Africa get out of debt if all the resources are there? What deals have these countries
1: been forced to d- to take? It's, it's not dissimilar to what's happened with our um, native brothers and sisters in this country. So again, who benefited from not just slavery, but just from the vast majority of these deals have they been fair and for those oftentimes white male conservatives who feel like well that's just the way it goes be better uh you know we're the great conquerors of the world and you know we should uh, be praised for what our contributions or whatever it is that that this type of person um says about themselves or
2: espouses about their history Um. I, I feel like the legacy to the
1: rest of us that they've left behind isn't one that anyone could be proud of. Um, and they find a way to, again, try to be proud of that and to distance themselves from the true,
2: uh, path that they took to get there. Now, like always, I open the floor to, uh,
1: discussion from you, the listener. Maybe you know something I don't. Um, Maybe it it feels different to you. You heard what Bill Maher said. You know exactly what happened. What do you think? Uh, If you say something to me that I can use on the show, I would love to. Again, use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app, or you can hit me at RamsesJaw on all social media. Um, And we'll figure out how to make sense of this together. All right. Until next time, y'all peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our
2: perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast.